God over money. Time ticking, my time ticking. I ain't even had fries with the Popeye chicken. I ain't even had sides. I was high five licking at the crib on the couch with the Wi-Fi tripping. I what up, what up? What's going on? It's your boy, Marcel Hall. Thank you for listening to the Hallway Podcast. As usual, we talk about sports, hip-hop, life, kingdom, you name it. Whatever's going on in the news, we talk about it. Today's topic is the documentary, The Last Dance, that everybody's watching. We have nothing else to watch. But even if we did, we would still be watching The Last Dance. So I'm so grateful that we have that to watch during these times. But The Last Dance, this is the documentary about Michael Jordan and the championship run of the Chicago Bulls for their third uh, or excuse me, their second three-peat. And so uh, it's been awesome being able to watch the first four episodes, first four hours of the documentary, loving it. You know me, I'm a Michael Jordan fan. Chicago Bulls are my favorite team. So I'm loving this documentary, reliving old times. But there is something that we have to mention here. And I believe it's a travesty that is taking place. It is a crime. And in fact, it, it, is a, it, it, it is something that needs to be investigated because no one has mentioned something to me that's glaring, that is obvious, it is huge. And I can't believe no media outlet has picked this up. No one has addressed the elephant in the room. And again, it's a big story that is yet to be reported on from what I can tell. And so I need to go back to my journalism days and we need to have our segment the five w's the five w's refers to what you are taught in journalism in reporting a story you have to answer five w's five questions really six who what when where why and how all right so let's go ahead and let's move on with the five w's here as we talk about the last dance now, on the cover of the documentary, you have Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, Phil Jackson, and Steve Kerr. Now, again, remember, this documentary is about Michael Jordan and the Bulls championship run in 1998. And the figures, again, on the cover are Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, Bill Jackson, and Steve Kerr. Do you see the travesty? Have you caught it yet? Has it stood out to you yet? Because here it is, and here is where the questions start to come in. Where is Tony Kukoc? Where is Tony Kukoc? And, and what is Steve Kerr doing on the cover? Who agreed with that decision, when was Steve Kerr the fourth most important player on the Chicago Bulls? Why leave out Luke Longley? And how am I the only one talking about this? Huh? How am I the only one talking about this? Let, let's go ahead and let's break these questions down and try to get to the bottom of it. First question, where's Tony Kukoc? Come on now. For those who don't know, Tony Kukoc was a huge contributor to the Bulls' second three-peat. Tony was huge, and it's 
Easy. I don't even think it's debatable that he was more of a contributor than Steve Kerr. And this isn't a knock on Steve Kerr whatsoever. All I'm saying is Tony Kukoc was the third leading scorer on the team. And Tony Kukoc isn't even on the cover for the documentary. Not only is he not on the cover, but so far, the man hasn't even got one sentence. Not one sentence in the whole documentary. Not a word. I'm just asking, can a brother get a question? Can he at least be able to answer a yes or no question? Was Michael Jordan a hardworking player? Yes. Can he get something? Tony Kukoc was the third leading scorer on the squad. The man was a baller. Well, let's not say he was a baller, but he was good. He was average to above average, but the man was a contributor. I like Tony. Again, this ain't a knock on Tony. I'm defending Tony. He can't even get a question. I mean, it's already terrible that you you omitted him and replaced him from the cover. But, man, you can't even let the guy answer a question. I feel like Tony Kukoc is being treated like the fifth Beatle, okay? Like he's being treated like the fifth member of Destiny's Child. Did you know there was a fifth member? Exactly. And that's the travesty that's taking place for Tony Kukoc. That is it. He's like the fifth member of the Beatles, always getting left out. You're saying, who's the fifth member, fifth member of the Beatles? I don't know. That's the whole point. It got left out. History has changed the records. But I do know this about the fifth Beatle. And here's the truth. I heard it, and I believe it. The truth is that the fifth Beatle was black. Mm-hmm. That's right. He was black. That's why he got cut out. And that's what's happening to my man, Tony Kukoc. Now, why leave out Luke Longley? Why leave out Luke Longley? Huh? I mean, Luke Longley started for the Chicago Bulls. He can't be on the cover. He can't get a little love in the documentary. Now, he probably wasn't a top 20 center back then. But, man, he doesn't even get a shout-out in the documentary. He started. He doesn't get a shout-out. I think I've seen him maybe once in four hours so far. One time. And I think that was Michael Jordan making fun of him. Or they were saying how Michael Jordan was yelling at players and they showed a cut of Luke Longley. I'm just saying, why leave him out, man? Come on now. I mean, this makes me think there's some questionable things going on. No love for the overseas players. No love. Tony Kukoc from Europe. Luke Longley, Australian. No love for the overseas players. Is it because they had accents? If so, that's not right, man. No, no, that's not right. Shouldn't do that to people, man. What is Steve Kerr doing on the cover? I mean, honestly, this is what we're talking about here, right? Steve Kerr, when you think of the Chicago Bulls teams, you probably do come up and start thinking of Steve Kerr at some point. But you don't think about him that much or that early. Steve Kerr, yes, he hit a winning shot in the finals. But guess when that was? That was in 1997. The documentary is supposed to be about Jordan in the 1998 season, not the 97 season. 
But I know that's what's in our minds as we think of Steve Kerr. We think of Jordan passing him the ball and Steve Kerr hitting shots. That was the year prior. Wasn't in 98. Nobody came in with a game plan saying, better stop Steve Kerr. Now, they might have said, hey, don't let him shoot. But we all knew Jordan Pippen, oh, and coach, and then maybe Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr averaged maybe about 24 minutes a game. Look, he was big, and I'm a huge fan. I'm not even saying he should be left off the cover. All I'm saying is that he just wasn't any bigger or of a contributor or, or, or any more important than Tony Kukoc. And you might be thinking, I'm a Tony Kukoc fan. I'm a Chicago Bulls fan. I like Kukoc. I just don't appreciate the travesty that has taken place, the crime that has been committed. Now, Steve Kerr probably is in there because he became a broadcaster, GM, and obviously been a successful head coach. But really, what is Steve Kerr doing on the cover? Who agreed with that decision? I mean, this must be produced by a Golden State Warriors fan. Or it must have been a millennial. Because there's no way that you, you, you put him in over to Tony Kukoc. I mean, th this obviously wasn't decided by someone who was actually watching the Bulls at that time. It must be somebody younger, a millennial, Generation Z. And all they know is Steve Kerr because of the Warriors, and so they know of a shotter. They know that he played with Mike, so therefore he's on the cover. But I don't understand that. Because this was obviously a decision made by someone who didn't actually watch the games. Just saw some clips or know of Steve Kerr. Now, and again, I'm not mad at Steve Kerr. I love Steve Kerr. I'm a huge fan of Steve Kerr as far as his time with the Chicago Bulls. I just want to know who agreed with that decision. Who said, yeah, leave out Tony and put in Steve. When was Steve Kerr the fourth most important player on the team? That's what we have to ask. When? When was that? Again, I'm not knocking him. I'm just shocked, that's all. I just want to know when he was the fourth best player on the team, when he was Jordan, Pippen, Rodman, and then Steve Kerr. Tell me, when was that throughout the year? I mean, there was Ron Harper, Randy Brown. All those guys probably played just as many minutes. In fact, Ron Harper started. I mean, Bill Winnington. Was a, well, let, let's not put Bill Winnings in the same conversation, all right? Bill's cool, though. I like Bill. Don't get me mad. Now, look, Steve Kerr was important to the team, and I'm fine with him being on the cover because he did hit some key shots at times. But you just got to give Tony Kukoc some love, man. Give him some love. Tony Kukoc. Getting played like the fifth Beatle. That's just wrong. And last... How am I the only one talking about this? Seriously, how am I the only one talking about this? I mean, no one. Even CNN and Fox News agree on something. They both have failed to mention this travesty. So I'm the only one that's brought this up. I haven't heard anybody else. I'm sure Tony Kukoc is. I'm sure he, he, he's thought about this. I feel alone in this. I feel like, like, like a security guard with, with, with no gun trying to stop people from gathering at the beach right now. Hey, social distancing, social distancing. That's what I feel like. Like I'm a voice. And I'm the only one that's seeing the problem. And nobody else cares and nobody else is going to do anything.
because I thought for sure others will report this. When I saw this, when it clicked, when I saw the first episode, I said, wait a second, what? And I thought for sure others were going to say something, especially when they saw that Tony Kukoc has yet to speak even once. And I don't believe he's in any of the highlights either so far. Now, hopefully as time goes by, we show Tony some love. But somebody had to talk about this. And I just don't understand how I'm the only one that's exposing this. But, but I'm going to stand up for the little people. I'll keep asking the questions out loud that the silent majority can't ask. I'll keep exposing the truth. I'll keep your name going, Coach. And I'll keep letting people know that the real fifth Beatle was black. It's your boy, Marcel Hall. Tune in to the next episode of the Hallway Podcast. It's official.